You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What is up, fellas? Welcome back to Commons Over Cold Brew with me, your host, Emma Abrahamson. Today, I'm so excited because we have Amber Runs back on the podcast. She's been on the podcast a couple times before. I'm sure most of you guys know who she is already. She is pretty prominent on social media. She is going into her sophomore year at college. She just recently made the transfer from High Point University to Flagler University in Florida. And that's basically what we talk about in this episode is her decision to transfer and everything. Her experience dealing with injuries, running, mental health, and so much more. So such a good catch-up episode. So I hope you guys enjoy it. All right, Amber is back on the podcast. It has been way too long. It's literally been, I, I had to look. I think it's been since like, was it October of 2021? I don't know, like a year and a half. It's been that long. Yeah, time flies. I was like, cause I went on in what, 2020 too? Yeah. It was like 20 and then it was 2021. And then I was like, dude, we might need to do an update soon. I was literally thinking about that. And then you had messaged me. And I was like, no way. Yeah, I know. And I was like, I was like, you're back home for the summer. I feel like now's the time, you know? Yeah. So. Like, I feel like my life has changed. Like, so like so many things have happened since the last time that we talked. So it's just crazy. Yeah, exactly. You look a lot older, too. <laughs> I am 19 now. No, I, know, I feel like, 20. yeah, like, especially like back in 2020, I feel like, I don't know, you look so young, but now I feel like we kind of look similar. Like you almost look like me and I feel like I'm kind of talking to like my <laughs> high school self and it's kind of freaking me out. That is actually kind of funky. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'm excited to get all the updates and so were people. People were like, yes, best collab ever. And I was like, woo, third time's the charm. I know, dude, that's so crazy. Um, There's so many updates to like my life. It just so much has happened it's crazy yeah okay so first I guess before uh, we get started like into all of that if someone doesn't know who you are do you want to just give them a little rundown of who you are for sure so um I'm Amber Scholes or at Amber Runs on Instagram I run both track and cross country last year I was a freshman in um college I ran D1 at High Point University 
And then I just decided like a couple months ago that I was going to be transferring to Flagler College, which is actually in Florida. And I am from Florida. I have a YouTube channel and Instagram and my podcast called the Be Positive Podcast, where I spread awareness to like athletes and like athletes mental health as well as like an eating disorders and stuff like that and just try to spread as much positivity as possible I also just like love the beach and surfing and I'm a complete like beach hippie girl so yeah <laughs> that's a good little rundown yeah I think the last time you were on you hadn't even you weren't even in college yet yeah no I was a little high schooler I like thinking about the girl that I was when I was first on this I I almost listened to them before I came on this I was like Amber you should listen to the podcast that you were on just to like get an idea of who you were, but I was like, I can't do it. Like, I can't listen to her talk. <laughs> I can't. I can't listen to any of my old stuff. I'm like cringe. I can't do it exactly because like I just know the mindset that I was in when I was like first on these podcasts, and I just like I can't listen to it <laughs> at all. Okay, well, we can start with that. Like, how do you think that you changed? I mean, the years that you've been on, it's such a developmental like part of your life that I can yeah. I understand like. I mean, even physically, like you look a lot older now. So it's just like, I don't know. It's funny when you're in high school, things are so different than when you become like a young adult. So I guess from your perspective, what do you think has changed? Well, for one, massively, my goals have just in life changed. When I was first on this podcast, like my whole entire life and identity, no matter how much I said that it wasn't, it was wrapped in running so much. And like my entire life and mindset was driven towards like oh I want to be a pro runner and like nothing stopping me from like going to the Olympics and being this amazing runner that everybody knows and like my goals in life were just solemnly wrapped around running and I couldn't even get my brain to like wrap around ever being anything else and it's so weird because now my future goals literally don't really have anything to do with running like yeah I want to continue running in college and I definitely want to run like for the rest of my life and like be in the running world or whatever but like I have no desire to be a pro runner like I once did because I realized that like who I am as a person and like the life that I want to live is not one that I want to like just have my work based off of like my performance and everything like that so like when I was on this podcast like my worth was based off of what times I could run on the track and like what place that I could get in races and if I was injured then I did not know what to do with myself and like now I've had months this year where I didn't even I could barely even walk I was in so much pain but like I definitely could not run and like I was still able to like figure out who I was and like have peace within myself without running yeah I mean not consumed in running anymore I guess yeah I think in high school too because I don't well you've been running for a long time and so had I at that point but I feel like if you've been running for so long like you don't really have that many other extracurricular activities going on so of course that's like gonna be your mindset it's like you are going to be running focused and like especially when it's your pathway to college that makes it even more like important that it needs to be like your entire life yeah, yeah and as sure. much as you want to say that you have balance, like I definitely, I think I had a good balance in um, high school. Like I had a social life and everything, but like in terms of like other interests, I wouldn't say that I had like other interests. And I think a lot of, yeah, I guess what I found success in was running and I didn't really like have any other ways of like, I don't know, feeding my like ego. It was only running pretty much. That's so, that's so true. And like when I was in high school, 
I feel like my freshman to like freshman to junior year, my life was very consumed and like just running. And then my junior year when I got injured and was out for a while, um, which I don't even know, was it my junior year that I came on this podcast or was I it? Think, like I think you might've already committed to college. So I think it was. Okay. okay. Into my senior year, once I got like my injury and had to sit out a few seasons, I had kind of like found who I was outside of the sport, but then once I went into college and was in like this D one world, it almost all came back to me like at once. And like, I no longer even had time for like my other interests. Like I, first off, I love the beach and I love making content. I love drawing. I love creating and like doing reading and like all of those things. And like, once I went into college, literally my whole entire life went to running school, running school, lift, meeting, running school. And it took me a while to realize that like, that's not the life that I want to live. And it was just, I I just had no interest. And like, since the last time that I was on this podcast, thankfully, I feel like my decision to transfer has really just kind of opened my eyes to like how much more to life there is than just like, running and like when I was in that D1 world like my whole entire life was running again and I I hated it and it made me so sad and I went through a really big period this year where I just felt really really depressed and sad and like I couldn't even be myself because like I just had to focus on being able to perform to the best of my abilities but I was also dealing with so many injuries and like needing to show up for the team when I couldn't even show up for myself at the time because of the place that I was in yeah I mean it's hard like going to a d1 program your life does turn into like you said school homework and running that's that's literally all it is that was my entire college like life I had no social life and like I feel like you also just have to be in such a good headspace to be able to handle it yeah for sure you're it's not going to be like smooth sailing all four years regardless of who you are like even if you're not injured at all like I I only got injured like once in college um for a couple weeks, I don't know, like six yeah. or eight weeks or whatever. If only. <laughs> yeah, but like, but like, even with that, it's like, it's, it's hard. Cause then it's like, then you're going for four years straight with no break basically of doing that. So it's like, it's hard regardless of whatever that you're in. And a lot of people don't have like a, just a super smooth, like four year or five year trajectory. Um, yeah. Like maybe there are some, like you see some people like that are at the top of the D1 world. I feel like they, have like at least a little bit smoother trajectories, but most people, you know, you kind of go through the ringer at some point. So even what you said about like, in like, if you're not injured, like you, then you're just, you have to keep going and you never really get a break to be honest. That's like so true because my injury, like I was not doing, when I was healthy, I was not doing good mentally at all because I was in this environment that I didn't like. And I also was going like school has never really been my thing. Um, and I was in a major that I didn't really want to be doing. And I was taking classes that I was not interested in. So like my whole entire day was just like, I hated every single second of it. And like my injury, as bad as it sounds, it gave me so much like mental rest because I wasn't having to push myself as hard when I was forced to kind of like sit out and like, that does make so much sense. Like injuries sometimes can be a saving grace because they kind of just make you like sit back and like reassess what you're doing. Yeah. It's kind of sad though. Like I remember back in college, like, I mean, I enjoyed my college experience. I had a good time, but there were times where I was, like you said, not doing very well mentally when I was running and it would be bad when I would think about 
how it would be kind of nice to be injured. Like that's yeah. like, I remember my, there was one point in my sophomore year where it was like, I just wish that I was injured, which I was like, that is, that's very upsetting. Like that's yeah. such a bad place to be in. But I think it's because I didn't really have the, like you said, there wasn't really a part of my day that was like super fun or that enjoyable. Um, especially like some of the years I was in uh, yeah. college. And I think, I mean, it definitely depends on the school. I just think a lot of D1 programs are kind of like that, where it's like, so like one track minded I don't know some programs is like you can join sororities and stuff yeah, whatever yeah. so other school like schools other- have different balances but like my I mean I didn't at my school so yeah, my school did not have uh very much balance either and I think that like what you said like wishing to have an injury I knew when I started wishing that my injury would get worse to the point where like I would be forced to sit out like completely like I wanted to get worse and worse and worse and like I haven't really admitted that to anybody other than like my mom and stuff but like I would be just like okay we need to make this as bad as possible just so that I could sit out because I was in such a bad place and like I ended up having to go to like therapy for a long time like during this year just because I was in such a bad place and like wishing those things on yourself to like be more hurt just so you can sit out is very bad and it's also like a reflection of the environment that you're in and like that's when I knew I was like okay if I'm wishing this when I love running but I want to be have to sit out like that just says something and like I'm not in the place that's for me and that's really when I was like okay I need to transfer (laughs) yeah I mean I think that's like that's when I was kind of like at the end of my college career that's kind of this I feel like this is a depressing conversation but it's it's reality (laughs) It's like the reality at the end of my college career. It's like, yeah, when I was, when I, like you said, when you're, when you're wishing for things to get worse so that it gives you a, an excuse basically to be like, no more, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I feel like, cause that's almost easier than making the decision for yourself. It's a forced decision. It's a forced decision. So like, yes, you don't have to make that, like, you don't have to feel guilty, I guess, for, uh, so for, for deciding to uh, for you like change things up and transfer for me for just retiring from running altogether like it's just <laughs> I don't know it's it's really depressing but I feel like a lot of the time it does get to that point and I'm sure like a lot of um runners or athletes can relate to that even though it's something that not many people talk about but that's definitely <laughs> something that I went through saying that out loud like I made a YouTube video yesterday that I'm going to upload today about like why I'm transferring and like I so scared about like what I can say because like what it's going to sound like when I say something like that like oh I wanted to make myself worse so that I could sit out because I was in such a bad place um like mentally physically and just like the environment that I was in and I just wanted to like get out of it and like that was my way that like I was hoping I could get out of it and like I think that probably so many athletes do feel like that but like even I like I share so much but like even just saying that is like Ooh, maybe I shouldn't say that, but then it's like, also I should, because so many people probably do feel that way. Yeah. They just don't really, nobody says that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I haven't, I haven't really talked about that either. I don't think I really could put it into words until having this conversation right now, actually. It's like, that's actually how I felt. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm sure a lot of other people can relate. Do you think it was like just the D1 like atmosphere or just like, like you said, I mean, your goals have changed a lot. Like you don't want to be a professional runner anymore because that's what your life is. Your life is running and eating and sleeping. That's exactly what it is. Do you think it's just the, the elite running lifestyle in general that you don't want? Or do you think it was like the situation? I think it was definitely the environment that I was in because I know not all, at least for me and like the background that I've had with like 
my mental health and like I went through an eating disorder and like I did have my identity so wrapped in running for so long and like that was my entire life and I truly wanted to get out of that and I thought that the environment that I was going in was different than what it actually was and I think that that's really important for anybody that's going through the recruiting process to just remember that like what things are said that they are are probably not what they are and you never really know what you're getting into until you're in it. And for me, I had the mindset that like this place, I was going to have a lot more balance and I was still going to be able to focus on running because I want, I want to continue to, you know, get fast and work hard. And like, I'm somebody that will push myself to the limits where I can't push myself any harder. And like, I was at a place where like, no matter how hard I was pushing, it was never enough. And that just makes you feel like absolute shit all the time, you know? And like, I think that it was specifically the environment that I was in, but I also think that a lot of D1 programs are like that. And no matter what you give, like it is never enough. And keeping it that way is a way for, to get athletes to keep pushing, to get better and better and better, to make them never feel like it's enough. And I just think that that's kind of like the D world, D1 world in general, is that like, you're never giving it all like you're never giving enough and you always have to feel like it's never enough so that you keep working and you just you never feel fulfilled and like me and my roommate would talk about this all the time luckily my roommate was my saving grace throughout this year like we would just come home from like practices and school and just like dump everything on each other she's actually um not on the team anymore either because she realized that she just needed more balance in her life and I am so happy for her she is the happiest person I've ever seen now since like not being on the team anymore and like we just had this mindset that like we had to continue running, especially at like a D1 school. Like I thought when I was first trying to find a college, I was like, I have to go D1. I can't even look at D2 schools because like, if I was to go D2, then like, I'm a failure. I'm a quitter. I am not good enough. And like, I just had that mindset and I feel like everything I did and how I acted was just so stemmed from like, feeling like I had to live up to these like goals that like my past self had and like realizing my goals have changed so much. And like, going D2 doesn't really change anything. Cause like the school I'm going to Flagler college in St. Augustine, it's a D2 school, but that doesn't mean that like, you can't be fast. It literally D1 and D2 is just like a label and like, yeah, you're racing against different types of people and um, everything like that. But it really doesn't mean as much as like people make it out to be, you know? Well, yeah. A lot of the D2 schools are better than the D1 schools. anyway. Yeah, so. Exactly. And like when I was in the recruiting process, I don't even think I realized that. I honestly think that I was just like so done with like the whole recruiting process. And I was just like, you know, this is good. Like this is this is the place for me. But that not really realizing even what I wanted in a school. I just kind of thought I knew what I wanted. And that was like a D1 program that could get me to be a pro runner. So I also think that like I just did a really bad job at making sure I picked the right place for me. Yeah. Well, I guess, um, well, one of the questions I had written down for you was like, if you could do it all over, do the recruiting process all over again, what would you do? Or how would you approach it differently? Yeah. I love that question. Um, I definitely would not change anything I did because I learned so much, but I would say to anybody else that is in the recruiting process is to just know that what you're getting into, like I said earlier, is probably not what it was said to be and like when you're looking for a school just make sure that you know like 
talk talk to freshmen and talk to seniors I think is also like really really important and make sure that like bringing up to coaches like what I did um that you are going to be seen then more than just like an athlete because you are a human first and then you're an athlete and then you're a student you're a human first always and I think that that's really important to just like even bring up to a coach and like that's what I did and Unfortunately, like when I got into that environment, that's not what it felt like it actually was, even though that's kind of like the mindset that I had going into it, thinking that's what it was. Just like knowing that like it's probably going to be different when you're actually in the situation than what it is said to be. So just take everything that is said with like a grain of salt that like literally everybody is saying, even the athletes and everything like that, because like I just remember when like people are coming on recruiting visits at my school and stuff like that and like how things change and just really just being aware of that, that like everything that's said is not necessarily the truth. And it's not like, the. Uh, uh, I think what's a, a good way to phrase it. It's not the whole picture. Like what you're seeing on your recruiting picture. visit is not, you're not going to be able to encapsulate what four years is going to look like there in exactly. two day visit. Yes. And just to know that like everybody is so different and then like these girls that might love the team might be completely different people than you. And this still might not be the place for you just because other people love the school so much. And also just being okay with looking at, like, if you're looking at D1 schools, be okay with looking at D2 schools. Like it's, it's really okay. Like you don't have to go D1. You can also look at D2 schools and that doesn't make you any less or whatever looking at a D1 school or a D2 school over a D1 school. Yeah. I think people need to look more at, uh, what's going to make them the happiest person rather than like the potential, I guess there is there. I don't yeah. know. I mean, people, people say that all the time about Oregon. They're like, Oregon is my dream school, blah, 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 blah. Like, I, I don't know. And say that Oregon was my dream school. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you did. And it's just I funny because it's like, it is a great program. Like there's so many benefits to it, but like, even if you're to go on a visit and you're about, you're going to see the entirety of this beautiful, huge Hayward field, all these sick uniforms, get some amazing pictures, whatever. I'm like, that will absolutely not. That's not the four years you can't summarize yeah. the four years of, of your experience at university of Oregon in those like two day recruiting yeah. trips, you know, there's going to be so many highs and so many lows for most people. Um, and like, it doesn't, it doesn't paint the full picture, you know, and it's hard to get a grasp. And like you said, there's, I mean, I, I transferred to from Vanderbilt and my teammates loved Vanderbilt when, um, when I was there and stuff and ever, so everyone's different. Like I don't have it just because I didn't, feel like Vanderbilt was the school that I was meant to be at doesn't mean that there was anything wrong with it it was just like was not the one for me um exactly yeah I feel like a lot of it is just figuring out what's what works for you yeah what's for you yeah because like even I also had to make a choice to transfer based off of like what my like life goals were changing to be and where I was in North Carolina just it wasn't really aligning even with like what my future goals are and like what I see myself doing in the future and like the environment that makes me so happy, which is being by the beach, like going to North Carolina truly taught me um, what is so important for me in like an environment, like outside in general. And that is the sun and the sunshine (laughs) and the beach. I really did not realize how important that was to me until I got there because like I found out that seasonal depression is really real. I had no idea. I thought I was like, that's fake. Yeah, I thought it was fake because I lived in Florida. I never experienced it. 
But I was literally at the point where it would be like 15 minutes before practice. And I was sitting in a tanning bed because I was just trying to get any sort of like warmth. It would be like 20 degrees and raining for months straight. And like I growing in Florida, am not used to that at all. I was like, what is this? And I was like, is it almost done? And it would be just like months later, it was still the exact same weather. Then I found out that saunas were really helpful. So I would literally sit in a sauna for like an hour a day, just trying to get any sort of warmth that I possibly could get. Because I mean, when I'm in Florida, like it's never hot enough for me either. Like I just, I constantly want the warmth and I constantly want the sun. Like that's I will- a Florida thing to say, like it's never hot. Really? When it's like a hundred degrees and a hundred percent humidity, that's not enough. <laughs> I'll like be running at the oddest time of day because I think it's like fun. It's like a little, if I can possibly like make it through without passing out. And like, there's been multiple runs where I do almost pass out and that just makes it like more fun, which sounds crazy. I know. But I realized that like, being in the cold is just not for me and it's also like the school that I was at was very like kind of sheltered off from like being in like the real type of like world and for me I like to be around like a lot of different people and meeting new people that are not just like college kids but like actual like people so the town that I'm going to be living in is St. Augustine which is the oldest town in like all of the U.S. and it's not a bite well, it might be biased, but it's literally the coolest beach town that I've ever been to. And I love it so, so much. And you're constantly just around like a ton of different people that are just going through the town. And the college is literally on like this beautiful like strip that's full of like shops and really cool things. So it's also 10 minutes from the beach and it's right next to like a boat marina. So it's just the whole vibe is what like makes me so like happy and I know that like I'm just gonna feel so good living there and I also met like a ton of the athletes and stuff like that and they just they're very very similar to me everybody like the team is always like surfing and going to the beach and everything like that and that's what I love so much like I missed surfing and being at the beach when I was in high point like I would literally just be in the tanning bed imagining myself like on the beach and then just start crying because I wanted to be at the beach (laughs) Yeah, I mean, well, it seems like the right decision. It's, again, it's hard to even tell yet because you haven't been there. So we'll have to do another check-in when you're you're there. Um, (laughs) For sure. I mean, I think especially like as you get older, you just realize that the things that really make you happy, you know, like you said. Um, And yeah, as you go through your young 20s or late teens, I feel like priorities change a lot of the time. Yeah. So for me, especially like after college, I feel like my priorities have just changed a lot. Like I have no desire to like go have running be the sole focus of my life anymore. And I'm completely fine with that. So yeah, I mean, I feel like it's just all about making the right decision for you, figuring out what really makes you happy. And it's just a hard time to do it though in college, because you have to make that decision to like stay somewhere for four years when you're 17 or 18. And it's like, who knows? You change change so much through that time. Like you change so so much and like what was important to you when you were 17 is completely different than 19 20 20. like all of that is like just so so different yeah when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I think, you know, when people are thinking about transferring, like, some people make rash decisions. Like, I wouldn't say, like, the grass, what I'm going to say, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Like, even if you have, like, if you have a bad freshman year, like, maybe you're injured the entire year and you never have a chance to, like, race at all. Like, I always try to get people to at least like have a cross country season or have a track season or something so that you can get a feel for what it's like to actually like compete for your team because it's a lot more exciting than if you're like a red shirting or something or you're injured the entire year um because a lot of the time like where you go next it's not going to be like it's not going to solve all your problems a lot of the time especially if the only reason you're transferring is because of like the team but if it also has to do with like the school and like what you want to do like in the future and stuff then that's obviously something to look at but like if it's just because of the team then like you always have to remember that things are not always greener on the other side because it's like it goes straight back to like what you see is not always the entire picture yeah exactly like when I transferred to Oregon it was for kind of like a lot of the same reasons like I think my priorities were just different like (laughs) it sounds bad I just didn't really care about school that much and I just really wanted to be good at running um and Vanderbilt was of like a super hard school in general and then I also was not doing the the major that I wanted at all um, yeah. they didn't even have a business degree so there was like a lot of things that went into it and I had already like raced and traveled and I was healthy and everything I just knew that the school was not the right place for me which is why I ended up leaving but like I don't know there were there were definitely cons at Oregon too you know it's not like that solved all of my issues like it just it brought on another set of issues that I had to deal with but I still think that it was a completely the correct decision um just for my future self because all like where would I even be right now if I didn't go to Oregon I don't even know this is so true literally yeah how have your uh like goals changed I guess for post-college like because obviously you said you don't want to be a professional runner anymore so what does it look like now for you I guess you so it's so early though like who knows what's gonna happen but I know so that's like I was when I was saying in my YouTube video I was like I keep getting the question like Amber what do you want to do when you're older since you like don't want to be a pro anymore and I was like hey I'm 19 like I literally don't know what exactly I want to do but I know what like interests me and honestly I've been kind of playing with the idea in my head that I would love to own like a food truck like an Asable food truck in St. Augustine because like I could totally see myself actually living in St. Augustine one day which is also why I wanted to go to college there it's like, I genuinely just love the place and I love the town. And like me and my family have visited there so much growing up and it's someplace I've always loved. So like, I could definitely see myself like just living there after college. And I want to continue with social media and just kind of see where that goes. I don't know if it's necessarily something that like, I'm going to always want to do and like be an influencer, but I kind of want to take my social media and change it to more of like, creating some sort of brand. So that's why I've been working on a lot of like the positive stuff. So I'm actually been working on an apparel line for a couple months now. That's going to hopefully launch at the beginning of the school year or in the next couple of months, we're almost done finalizing like everything. So I want to just focus on a lot more business type stuff. And like, I want to try and get into my podcast a little bit more and YouTube and stuff like that. But mostly I would love to just start my own business um, in some 
I don't know what the business is going to be. I even said my YouTube videos, like, I don't know, I could own a turtle sanctuary for all I know, like things change so much. And I feel like every single day I have a new idea of what I want to do, which is honestly really exciting because I feel like so many people when they're growing up, they're like, they feel like they need to know what they want to do. But like, you don't, you really don't need to know what you want to do. When you're 20, you might be doing something completely different than when you're 30 or 25 or 35 or 45, you know, like you can change what you do. Like you don't need to keep doing the same thing that you're always doing. So I'm kind of just like going with the flow of like what makes me happy and acting off of that rather than like making any concrete plans. But that's why I just want to make sure that I'm in an environment where I know that like I can thrive doing those other things that make me happy, not just like the running part of my life. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like <laughs> it's funny because like when I was your age, I would have never imagined that this is what my life would look like when I was 26 at all. So it's like funny because I don't know, like you can't plan for it. You know, I feel like uh, some professions like you do have to like know what you're doing right from the start. You're like I don't yeah. know, if you're an engineer or something like you probably know how or like want to be a doctor. You probably have to like probably have to early that. yeah like school, nursing yeah. stuff like that but like luckily, I don't know I if you're what I said luckily I know I don't want to do that so yeah same I knew I didn't want to do that either I just had no idea what I did want to do but I think you have a good like mindset I think college is the perfect time to just try out a bunch of stuff and like you said go along with what makes you happy because right now I mean you're not really worried about money stuff which yeah. is nice like you're in a structured environment whatever you got school yeah. and everything so you don't have to like I don't know at least a lot of people don't have to financially support themselves so it's such a good time to like not have that pressure on you and just try out so many new things and like really figure out what you want to do in the future or focus on um and then also like you being in a better environment for yourself mentally will help you be just way more creative with everything and like really be able to focus on it and like like you said not having such a focus on running opens up so much of your mind and brain space to other things. And I think that's, that's what's been the biggest shift for me is after uh, college, just like the amount of energy I have to, to think about other things is crazy. Like just like to be creative and stuff like ever since, because I got injured towards the end of the season when I decided to transfer. And like, once you enter the transfer portal, you're not really like go to practice or anything else. And so like, it opened me up to like, so much more time to focus my energy on things that were like setting my soul just like on fire and made me so excited. And that's when I started working more on my apparel line. And like, I had so much more energy to like, do things that really just made me so, so happy. And like, I love like longboarding and like, little stuff like that and like rock climbing and lifting I got to start lifting way more and I am really thankful thankful for my experience at um high point though because like I met so many amazing amazing people and like I met so many friends that I know that I'll keep for the rest of my life and that we could just like be there for each other throughout the entire year and without them I definitely wouldn't have learned um all the things that I learned about myself this year and also how to like lift properly. I, I feel like I learned a lot more about just like running and training and lifting um, while I was at high point, which was really, really cool because now I can like walk into the gym and like have so much confidence, like doing squats and like doing weighted glute bridges, which I never had before. I've just gotten so strong. So like, I am so thankful for like all that. I know that was a little tangent, but I wanted to add that in there. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like 
first of all runners don't really know how to lift most of the time especially if you're in high school like how would you have any idea unless you go to like a structured program with a coach and stuff I had no idea what I was doing in in high school I still don't even really know what I'm doing now (laughs) but yeah I mean lifting more I saw that on your Instagram I know I know I I actually have been lifting more which is nice it, it makes me feel good and like I don't know like you said and for me right now, I mean, we're, you and I are two very different life stages, but <laughs> in terms of like, when I'm not running, I have so much energy to do, to work on other elements of my life. And when I find myself like getting into running again, which I mean, I just kind of go like with what you said, I, I go with the flow with what makes me happy, which is one of the perks of my job. Like I can kind of do whatever I want. Um, and sometimes that means like a structured running program if I want to train for something. But then after I got really injured in this winter, yeah. um, I just have had not really any motivation to like really follow a structured program again. But then also being able to like have the energy and emotional freedom to put that into other elements of my life. For me right now, it's like social life um, and stuff. And like, I don't know, just figuring out what I want to do with work next and just working on various little things. I just feel like when I'm running, I just don't have that much energy to do that. Like my mind is just, I'm just drained a lot of the time, but it's also like that provides me a lot of fulfillment when it's what I want to do. But if it's not what I want to do, then it's really awful where I'm like just draining myself and getting nothing out of it, you know? So yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. And I feel like I don't want to be like a pessimist pessimist for like running. Cause like, obviously you and I both love running and of course we're like, that's why we're so still in the sport so much yeah exactly I think I don't know there's just different life chapters and and when I was in college like I I loved running you know like I that was the only thing I wanted to do and I know a lot of people listening to this so that's probably the only thing that they want to do either so like go full force in that but just also know that there's life outside of it if you want there to be so if you're miserable it's not really worth like suffering for it yeah you know there's 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 ways of uh changing your relationship with running and how running makes you feel, um, and being like, just having a better balance with it, you know, even if it takes years like me, like it's definitely taken a long time, but I feel like I'm in a much better place with it. Like you said, it's like, pessimist is what you said, right? That's like negative, right? Even though it does sound like that, I feel like it's just, it is really important to talk about these things because it's like the side that everybody kind of deals with, like on their own, even if it's not like a big chunk of their running career that they feel any of type this way, even if it's just like a small portion, just to know that like, you're not alone and like feeling really confused, even just in like life in general and in the running world and all of that, like, it's good to talk about that because then people can know that they're not alone. And like running is such an amazing sport for all it brings, like, especially on the social aspects, like, it's so amazing how like close you can come become with teammates and how they can just become family and just like the places that you get to travel and the ple- people you get to meet and like all of that like running is such an amazing sport and that's why like I said in the beginning like running is something that I want to do for the rest of my life and like I think to make running even better is to find yourself outside of running because when your whole identity is running you're never going to fill that void of like happiness but I think it's when running is adding to your life instead of being your whole entire life is like the most important thing that you can find it's just like who you are outside so that running isn't just becoming everything yeah isn't it kind of crazy to look back like for yourself a couple years ago or whatever to realize like how one track minded you were or how much like 
<laughs> I know how, at least for me because I'm a, I'm like very moody. you know I'm not running in college anymore but <laughs> I just look back and I just like I feel like I had blinders on which is good you know because you want to be focused and everything but it's just so funny because there's so much more to life outside of running that makes me happy that I just didn't even take into account because I just didn't even know it existed yeah. I don't know and I think that's why I don't want to be a pro runner anymore is because like I had those blinders on and like anything that would even make me question it, I would have my blinders on and I would be like, no, like I'm, I want to be a pro runner. Like nothing else matters. I think once I finally took those off and was like, whoa, like life, there's so many possibilities. Like I don't need to have like this one idea of how my life needs to go. And like, that's how it needs to be. And like when I, I was going to therapy for a little while, because I felt really guilty for like changing my goals and like not having the same goals that like younger Amber was. And I remember telling my therapist, I was like, I feel like I'm just like disappointing little Amber because like I would write to myself and I'd be like, Amber, you have goals to achieve. Like you need to do this. If you don't do this, blah, blah, blah. And like, it made me feel so guilty. Cause I was like, dang, well, I'm not going to be living up to little Amber's standards. And I remember my therapist told me, she was like, I say therapist, but it was my sports psychologist. She told me, um, you know, like, you would never try to put on the same shoes that like that little Amber was wearing at the time because they wouldn't fit. And like your goals then don't fit the Amber that you are now. And like, you've outgrown those goals and you've gotten new goals that you need to accept. And like, that just helped me so much. And I didn't feel guilty for making the decisions that I was deciding on anymore because my whole life wasn't running anymore. And I had to kind of accept that. And it then just made me really excited because I was like, whoa, there's so many possibilities. I don't live in this box anymore that I once was living in. Yeah. I mean, I feel the exact same way. And I think, I don't know, I definitely still struggle with it. I feel like I'll struggle with it forever because, you know, running was my whole life and I was pretty good at it, you know? And like a lot of my friends are still running and stuff. Um, I talk about this in like a lot of my episodes, I feel like, but I will, I think I'll just always struggle a little bit. Yeah, with the guilt element of it being like, I could have been so good, you know, or I like, I could have been doing this. But then it's like, I also realize that I don't want to do that. Yeah, like, would you be happy? No, like, no. Exactly. So then I, so it's like, I have to slap myself in the face and be like, what are you? What are you on? Like, when I go to a track meet, when I go to a track meet, and I watch my friends, like, I love going and watching my friends, like, obviously, I want everyone to do so well. But there's yeah. just some part of it that just stabs me in the chest every time. and. <laughs> yeah I don't know like it's almost it, like you go to watch your friends race and you're like injured on the sidelines and it's yeah like, that's what it feels you like you love watching your teammates but it's like dang like yeah. I can't be out there right now and I'm not out there and like yeah yeah and it's like it makes me question like all of my life choices like I go to watch track and I'm like oh my gosh I should not have I should have taken that last season of eligibility at Oregon like I shouldn't have retired I'm so washed up like just all this stuff but then it's like but then every single other element outside of me at that track meet I like love my life exactly yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's so funny it's a it's just a weird position that I put myself in I think yeah I feel like I'm I'm I don't know when that will ever if it'll ever go away I don't know as long as you can remind yourself that like okay I wouldn't be happy if I was doing that and just being able to like remind yourself when you do feel like yeah which I do, I do a way better job at it now, especially because I feel like my life is a lot better than it used to be like a couple of years ago, like right after college. And like, I don't know, the years like COVID and stuff was just like bad. 
So yeah. I feel like when I would go to these meets, like it would make me feel really bad. But then now that I like actually really, really love my life outside of me as a runner at all, like I feel like it makes it way easier to be like, never mind, you know. But when I wasn't doing very well, whole life that I love. Yeah. So yeah, that's like a long tangent that I feel like I just went on. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. What are you studying um at Flagler? I'm going to be studying philosophy and religion since I, like I said, I'm not huge on school and my goals don't really have anything to do with like what I could do in school. Like, yeah, I could study business, but I don't really feel like I need to. And I know that if I had to go to school and do like business stuff, I would not enjoy school. And when I don't like school, I won't do it. So I was like, I'm just going to take classes that I actually really know that I'm going to love sitting in and that I'm actually going to look forward to going to. And so I decided to do philosophy because literally every single philosophy class that I take, I love so much. And I'm like really engaged in class. And like whenever I take any other class, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, why am I here? This is stupid. And then it makes me just question everything. So I'm majoring in philosophy because I know that it's going to also help me just like broaden my brain like I feel like everybody lives in kind of like this box and like I don't want to live in a box so like taking these philosophy classes has made me think so outside of the box and think of just like crazy stuff that like it's just so cool and I feel like it's just going to help me in the future with like being able to have more conversations with people and being more confident with talking and I'm really excited also because Flagler is like they have a lot of speech classes and I'm going to be taking a lot of like those classes as well. And then who knows, maybe next year I'll be like, oh, I actually do want to do business or entrepreneurship or something like that. But for right now, I'm doing philosophy. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's good. And also you already have like a brand that's yourself and stuff. And in terms of business stuff, again, it all depends on like where you really want to go with it. But most of the time you can just, you can study whatever and get networking experience like you said, like speech classes and stuff, that'll help you a lot more than like what your paper degree says. Yeah. Um, like for me, I mean, I studied business because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I yeah. knew that I was going to go into like something like marketing or like, I probably yeah. should have done communications to be honest, just because I feel like that would have been more fitting. But I don't think I've used like a single piece of knowledge from um, my college experience in yeah. me running my own business for four years, pretty much. Um, That's taking a business degree is because like I I don't want to have to sit in those classes and know that like probably half of the stuff I'm never going to use because like I've already kind of like building a business for myself and building like the brand and stuff I'm like I really I was considering dropping out of college so I was like I might as well just go to college and do something that I'm really interested in rather rather than like forcing myself to do something that I'm probably not going to use and that I'm going to be miserable doing yeah exactly like I I mean I think everyone is different but I feel like in your position that is yeah, that is good. And in terms of like dropping out of college, I mean, I am an advocate of college, like as long as you can afford it and you're not going into like massive debt that you're not going to get out of, but just like more even beyond like the paper degree that you're getting, I think for just growing up and being like having social skills and networking, I think that's hundred percent the best reason, but I don't know. Like I see people, especially creative people dropping out of college and I'm like, they're going to be fine. You know, that's, I think it just like really depends on the person, but that's why like, I really was like, so close to dropping out of college but my parents convinced me not to not necessarily because of like the education but for like the experience that I was going to be getting and like I was like yeah no like I want to continue doing college so that I can 
you know, make friends and have these experiences that like, I'm never going to get back, you know, like, I'm never going to get the, back the experiences of being 19 in a dorm room with my roommate that is two feet away from me that we <laughs> practically share DNA, like, I'm never going to get those moments back. And like, even if there's a lot of hard times within that, like, I know that I'm just going to learn so much and that I already have learned so much. Yeah, 100%. And like, you're so young, you have so much time to do whatever you want after college, like there's no rush. Like for people, I don't know, sometimes when you're dropping out of college or someone drops out of college, like maybe there's a rush because there's another opportunity that they need to jump on and they're wasting their time and like a bunch of money opportunity or whatever. But for you, I feel like it's the perfect fit to like go to college, do something like what you want, have the experience and then go worry about like the business element and making money. Like you have plenty of time. So I feel like you made the right decision. So I'm, I'm an advocate with your parents that like just going for the experience because it is something like, like adult life is just so much different than college. And I mean, I'm so happy I went to college. I don't even know what I would have done if I didn't go to college and have that experience and stuff. So yeah, I mean, I, I hope that this next college is better fit. And I mean, it seems like it already will be and you know that, but yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are excited to see where you go with it too. I'm super excited just even because I know I'm going to be in Florida I'm going to be two hours away from home too so it's not like I have to go months and months and months without seeing like my family and like just because I'm literally just going to be in a better like atmosphere for like who I am I think that in itself because like no matter where you go no matter where you are like there's always going to be hard things to happen and like transferring or changing anything isn't going to like fix everything but you know if you can like be in just like a better environment and I know that that's what I'm gonna be in so I I am beyond excited like this I'm like counting down to where I'm going to school which is crazy yeah are you doing anything fun this summer in the meantime yeah so I might be going on a cruise at some point uh I'm gonna be going to the Keys I'm supposed to go to the Bahamas and I'm hoping to maybe I get across the Grand Canyon again and I want to hike up a mountain that is a goal and then I'm supposed to be going to Montana at some point to stay in a cabin, which is a little funky. So I have, oh, and then I'm supposed to go see like my roommate and go see. Wait, have, that's like the busiest summer ever. How many weeks do you have? Like eight? I have, it's actually pretty long. I have until like the beginning of, or mid-August. Okay. I've already been out of school for like a month. Okay. All so right. It's a pretty long summer actually. And then I'm yeah. going to go see my roommate and then I'm going to go see a couple of my friends from college. So I'm excited. Yeah, that'll be fun. Are you healthy? Are you still dealing with injury right now? Oh, yeah. So um, I dealt with shin splints for like the entire year. And it was pretty much just from like overtraining and being weak. So I have been doing a ton of PT exercises and making sure that I'm not overtraining now that like I'm kind of going into summer training. It's a lot easier to just kind of like pull it back a little bit. And now I'm finally starting to like build back up, which is really cool because I have been running pain-free for a couple of weeks now, which is crazy. And it's, I stay pain-free only when I'm on top of like my PT exercises and like doing, getting enough sleep, eating properly, and like making sure that I'm taking really good care of my body. As soon as I don't do any of those things, I immediately get my shins once again. And yeah, but. Don't you love I, getting older? <laughs> I know. I was like, I have been running my entire life. And I don't get shin splints until my senior year of high school. I was like, what in the world? The world works in mysterious ways. Yeah. Luckily, I've been able to figure out how to get them down. So I've been running pain-free, and that's really exciting. I did, like, eight miles the other day, which is my longest run pain-free. Yeah, I think I saw that. Didn't you post it on your story? Yes, I was so excited. That's exciting. Well, I'm sure, I mean, a lot of people are excited to see. I mean, the the summer adventures sound fun. I'm excited to see all of those. 
I'm so excited. Yeah. And then see about your, I mean, I got so many questions about you, the, for this episode about you transferring. So that's pretty much what we talked about this entire episode, but. I was like, because I haven't talked very much about it. I was very hesitant for a while um, to just like talk about it. Cause like, it's, I don't know. I just, I have so many like followers and like, I'm just always so scared to like say stuff. So I'm like, I don't want to make anybody question anything or anything like that. But I was like, but I need to share my story. And like, I've always shared my story and I want to continue sharing it. So like, I'm really glad that like, I'm going to have this YouTube video coming out and then obviously like talking with you and like just being able to be open with everybody and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I'm excited to watch the YouTube video too. You, people yeah. will get a full, full like scope of everything. An hour oh, yeah. episode of this and however long the YouTube video is, they'll, they'll know the whole story. Honestly, I feel like this goes a lot more into like some stuff that like I didn't even talk about. So yeah, well, that's good. So now they they have the full story if they tune in to this one. Yeah, if they watch both of these, then they do. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'll make a podcast on my Be Positive podcast too, so. Yeah, sweet. Um, well, okay, the last question I have for you is, do you have okay. any advice to your future self? Oh gosh, my future self. I would say don't get caught up in whatever my goals are now. So like when I was little, there goes my dog. When I was little and I had like, my goals that I was so honed in on just kind of like open up your brain and like be open to all possibilities and all experiences and don't feel like just because Amber now is so like oh I want to do this and this is what interests me still open yourself up to new opportunities and new interests and being okay with like trying new things and just to continue like meeting new people meeting new people and like talking with new people just like makes me so so happy so just like continue meeting new people continue with new experiences and just being open to trying new things and don't get honed in on any specific goal instead like just open up your horizon and like try new things so yeah I think that's good advice to continue moving forward I think everyone can take that advice to be honest yeah I could take that advice so (laughs) (laughs) and I'm 26 (laughs) never stop learning and never stop growing Never stop learning. Never stop growing. <laughs> That's my words. I love it. At 10 a.m. on a Wednesday. <laughs> I, I can't believe it's 10 a.m. for you. It's one. It's 1 p.m. for me. That's so weird. I know. I have so much to do over the next three hours, so I need those those three hours. <laughs> okay. Well, th- I feel like this was a great episode. We we really got to catch up. I think. And I I mean I enjoyed hearing your perspective and stuff. And you always have the same positive attitude as you always have. So. Oh. That's good. That has never changed. I can't wait to hear the next episode where I come on and I'm going to be probably like, I don't even know. I could be 23 at that point. Who knows when I come on next, but. Yeah, I know. I know. Just have some more big life events and then I'll have you on. I'm sure. (laughs) Um, Where can people follow you along the way before that happens? You can go to my podcast, which is the Be Positive podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Amber Runs and then on YouTube, which is just Amber Shoals. Sweet. I'll link everything in the description as per usual. So go check out our stuff. Um, yeah, well, thank, thanks for taking the time to come on. Thank uh, you for having me. Yeah. As they say, have a good summer. Hags. Hags. Is that what <laughs> um, you say, really? Don't you, didn't you write that in your yearbook growing up? Hags? No. No. <laughs> Jeez, maybe, maybe I am old. Come on. Some of these listeners, some of these listeners have to know what that is. Hags. It reminds me of like a hag, like, you know, like. Don't well, yeah, I mean, it's not something that people say out loud. It's just, I could, I could pull out all my high school yearbooks and it says hags. It's like TGIF. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, okay yeah. got it. 
Hi. Um, okay, my dog's going crazy, so I need to wrap up. This yeah. <laughs> my dog um, is technically lucky. Okay, well, to end the episode, can we get a good old peace out, fellas? Peace out, fellas! Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Convos Over Cold Brew. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Convos Over Cold Brew Pod if you want to be up to date on the latest episodes and submit listener questions. Thank you all so much for listening, and I will catch you all next week. Peace out, fellas. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.